Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. What's up? It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 109. Hey! What's going on? My name's Ian. That's Kevin Deers. Hi! And Ryan the Beard. hey yo. Still looking more and more Santa Clausy every week, man. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit gray. Yeah, it's good. I am too, man. We all are. Yep. Kevin, will you ever notice when you turn gray? I don't think so. Your mustache you gotta will turn have gray. hair to go gray, so I just went bald, and that's fine. Well, no, you-, you look good. You got a good shaped head. You've got other hair. You'll know when you're gray. That's true. Oh, that's a very good point. Good Pubic point. grayness. <laughs> when my merkin starts to gray. <laughs> Hi! Oh, hey! Man. How's it, it going? Images I can never unsee. Welcome back! <laughs> oh, man. You guys been having a good week so far? There's been yeah. a lot going on. Been having a killer week. Ryan, what have you been doing, man? Saw you at a metal show the other day. I saw you getting out of your slumber. Yeah, it was nice to uh, actually get out of the house for a change. Yeah. Got to see one of my favorite thrash bands of all time, Overkill. Yeah, man, that show was awesome. God, it was, it was so good, man. Such a good show. What did you think? It was your first time, right? Awesome, perfect. They played everything I wanted to hear, including a Thin Lizzy cover, which was sweet. Nice. What song did they cover? Emerald. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, my friend actually was kind of clowning. And he goes, "This is what Metallica would be like if they never got popular." I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's clowning. Wrong. There's a little bit of truth in there, it's for sure. It's totally true. Uh, that was a kick-ass show. And Niall, they uh, debuted in Seattle with their new singer. It sounded great to me. Uh, yeah, he fit right in. It was awesome. Uh, Niall had a ton of energy, and that show was badass. Um, the, one of the openers, Kill Closet, had to uh, their drummer had to play on the floor because uh, both Niall and Overkill had so much gear, and they backlined both bands that they uh, did not have room for a drum set on the stage. So... Uh, they they uh, made do with what they had, and they uh, I thought it looked kind of cool. I bit. I think it's always fun, and it makes it look more full in the venue too. Totally, uh, that's that's a good point. Uh, I saw Incantation in Marduk uh, the other night. Incantation, so good, dude. That is one of the heaviest, heaviest uh, death metal bands ever. And uh, luckily, their Seattle show did not get shut down because of the Antifa. We'll talk about a little bit later about how their Oakland show got shut down. But uh, Incantation was awesome. I went to go buy some merch. Completely sold out of everything except for, like, purple girl shirts. Uh, It was their last date on the tour, so they must have done really well. I got an Incantation question for you, Kevin. Sure. Does Kyle still have a mustache? He does not. He does not have a mustache. He has a full beard. How did I know you were going to go there? Because he brings it up every time. That's his only <laughs> frame of reference for incantation. Yeah. I gotta know. It's and the annoying. mustache is gone now, man. It's over, Ryan. It's that, over. That depresses me, man. 
Uh, last time Mardi Gras came, did they got their passports denied at the at the in customs, right? And then they yeah. got sent home. So people um, are grabbing up all their shirts, all their sheets while they came. I'm glad I was able to go. Um, last Sunday, I went and saw a live podcast. It was the first time I've ever gone to a live podcast uh, taping before, and it was pretty cool. Which one? Uh, it was a two female badass comedians named uh, Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgareth do one of the most popular, rising popular uh, podcasts. It's a uh, a true pro- co- crime slash comedy podcast called My Favorite Murder. Oh yeah, you were telling me about this a few months back. And uh, because they were in the Northwest, they covered uh, two Northwest murderers. One was uh, unfortunately a very, very sad one for me and for you know fans of uh, Northwest music is the death of uh, Gitz vocalist Mia Zapata. Ah yes. She was raped and murdered uh, after leaving the Comet Tavern on Capitol Hill in, I believe, 1992. Uh, and then also they did the big one, Ted and Bundy. That wow. took about an hour to do because there was a lot of fucking grisly deaths in that one. Uh, it's it's interesting they did the Mia Zapata one. I figured they would have done at least Gary Ridgway or what, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that they tried to uh, they tried to like mix it up a little bit right. doing two crazy like two of the most popular ones. They they like to do obscure ones a little bit. And uh, Mia Zapata won. When, when, as soon as she said Mia Zapata, the entire crowd was just like, oh. Yeah, everybody knew. Yeah, so it was cool, cool. though. I enjoyed going to the podcast in there as uh, their slogan is stay sexy, don't get murdered. (laughs) It's pretty solid advice. Where was it? It was at the uh, the Neptune Theater and it was sold the f*** out, dude. They oversold that bitch. There were so many people, dude. It was we were up in the rafters. We were in the uh, third to last row, me and Sean Hughes. And we were like, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. um, See, That's what we need to do with the Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast. Yeah. Get huge. Sell out the Neptune, baby. We could maybe yeah, right. pack in the uh, Ian's living room. <laughs> yeah, probably, Poss- probably maybe. not. <laughs> maybe. Like six people show up, if we're lucky. Uh, what about you, dude? How's, how was your week, man? I know I saw you at Overkill, but what else did you do? I did a lot of work in. I've been trying to clean up my basement. Uh, for me, I had just have a lot of and I just moved a few months back. Yeah. But I did go up into my, uh, my attic space that I don't really have any use for, and I made a blanket for it, dude. Sweet. It was awesome. And uh, Josh, I think he coined it Fort Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I hung up some sheets, laid down a bunch of pillows, hung a TV, and I'm just going to play Super Nintendo up there. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty tight. But, uh, home I, away from home. Did I tell you guys that my f***ing basement flooded? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think no. you talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, dude, that was f***ing bull. Because when it, it rained super hard and my house is at the bottom of like... It's, it's like at the bottom of the top of a hill. It's hard to explain. But when it rains hard, all that goes into my basement. So there's just this big f***ing hole with a water pump in it. And when it gets too full, it goes off. But I didn't realize that the last motherfucker, Steve, you dick, who lived in my house before me, had accidentally disconnected the gutter pipe from the top of my house. God damn you, Steve. Aren't so, you in a band with that guy? Yes. F*** you, Steve. Thanks for the house. <laughs> Thanks for the flooded house. So I've been trying to clean up my a little bit. And it's... Hard get to your get. together, Ian. I got too much, man. I gotta just like purge my stuff. I just gotta get rid of. I don't even but know how so I got cool all that. We can get for free all the time. And I just gather, you know, like I, for as many times as I'll purge, I'll like purge like twice a year, and then I'll always like accumulate more. Cool and then you'll stuff, get more stuff, more stuff. And more then stuff, I usually keep your stuff that you give out. It's true. How many T-shirts do you think you own that I bought originally? It's a lot of T-shirts. A lot. Yeah. Probably like ten or fifteen in my current rotation. Yeah, I think my favorite one is the Darwin shirt that has uh, Harm's Way. Oh, that's on the a good back. one. Harm's Way Straight Edge. 
Oh, yes. With Darwin. My favorite was the uh, Integrity Supersonics logo. It, or the uh, Integrity and Supersonics colors. That's a long That's a long story. Adrian Way, when we uh, went and saw them at Numo's, because uh, I thought the shirt was red because I'm colorblind as f- Yeah. And he just never stops making fun of me for it. So That's a f***ed up thing to make fun of you for. Hey, man. <laughs> no, I'm not f***ing handy. Hey, Adrian, remember when you almost died? Shut up. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Hey, that's not fair, man. His cat just died today. Uh, I didn't. You know, you're the one who brought that up. I had no. That was. That's not fair. Whatever. Don't pin that on me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was a total setup. Don't pin that on me. Fuck you. (laughs) All right, we'll shut up then. Lots going on in the world. Last week we had the sanctuary interview, so there's lots of things to catch up on. Uh, The big one that I just saw this morning is the big rumor of one of the. Hugest tours I've seen in quite some time. This would be f***ing crazy. Who wants to spill the beans? I got it. Do it. Slayer, Lamb of God, and Behemoth will join forces for a U.S. tour this summer. Uh, They're going to perform at the Chicago Open Air Festival on July 16th. That would be a pretty good present to myself for my 32nd birthday. I mean, it was July 16th, the day after my birthday. Yeah, that's not bad. But anyways, uh, they'll appear at the Rockfest in uh, Cadet, Wisconsin. Furthermore, uh, there's an August 2nd date for the three-band package in Colorado. So it looks like it's going to be a tour. Pain in the Grass. Slayer, Lamb of God, Behemoth. Can you f***ing imagine that? Oh my god, that'd be so sick. Let's just hope that we get a Northwest date because that is just a trifecta of pure evil badass metal. Plus that's the biggest ass tease of all time if they just announce that and then go like Boise, Eugene. Like <laughs> you, Redding. Seattle. Yeah. That'd be bu- if they played Redding and not Seattle. <laughs> f*** that Redding. Hey man, Reading rules. <laughs> that. So Metallica played China again for uh, one of the first shows in their country after they played in 2013. Yeah, and they did it again in terms of like leaving out some songs that uh, I, I don't would piss off the government. Like they didn't play uh, Master of Puppets one or Hardwired, Hardwired to Self Destruct. One's about you know the wars and you know. The Chinese dictatorship, essentially, over there. So Yes. I'm sure they weren't too stoked on that. But it's cool that they get to play uh, in China. And I always thought it was co- one of my favorite videos ever was when Pantera played in Russia. And there was, like, a huge line of security guard, like, army staff in front of the in front of the uh, barrier instead of just, like, you know, staff workers. Like, don't f***ing mosh. Enjoy Pantera. It was, like, a million people. <laughs> I wonder how many people f***ing played there. Imagine seeing Metallica in China. That would be insane, man. Imagine just going to China. That's weird. That's true. Uh, loosely related to Metallica is Dave Mustaine, of course. Uh, they won the Grammy for Best Metal Performance uh, for the album Dystopia, which, to be honest, is a fucking great record. And it is. Uh, they won it, and the house band made a little mistake that ended up being kind of a troll and uh, being a definite LOL for a lot of metalheads around there when uh, they played Master of Puppets, confusing uh, Metallica and Megadeth. <sighs> so do you think that was on purpose? I don't know, but either way, I don't know. Yeah. So Dave uh, Mustaine came out and said he, he didn't care. I, I guess you sh- we should just crush it. We should. This will be the last time we talk about it, unless. Actually, no. F- that we should talk about it all the time. One have, of the funniest things I've ever seen. I have one point to make. I don't understand how you can know a Metallica song and not know the history behind. There's between just Metallica no way. and Megadeth. There, there's, there's no, no way, way that that's just an honest mistake. Yeah. It's, it's, either way... It's, but they won the Grammy, so they're like, 
thank you. We yeah, just exactly. won the Grammy. We won the Grammy, so f*** it. I you love know. the way that Dave Mustaine reacted to that, too, how he's just like, you can't blame him for not being able to play a Megadeth song. <laughs> That's true. That's actually a good way to do good it. Burn. Yeah. Plus, he was, like, air guitaring on his way up, too. Like, imagine if he had gotten pissed and said something. I don't know. I think <laughs> he, he's smarter than that. Yeah, I think, you know what? He's gotten so much in the media in the last few years, and he's gotten trolled, and he's gotten, you know, people... He's gotten some gotcha questions. <laughs> From a couple of... Metal DJs in Seattle, and uh, he's uh, you know, those guys. I think he's learned to shut his mouth a few times, so good times. Uh, either way, Torment is uh, the new six feet under record, it's their 12th studio album, and uh, we actually are going to be uh, interviewing Mr. Lord Marco, the drummer, uh, tonight on Metal Shop. We record these before Metal Shop, so um, you know, when you hear this, you it would have aired already. Uh, it's it's now streaming everywhere online and uh you can check it out uh what's the website that that has it streaming let me look here oh it's actually released already so fuck it it's available on spotify listen to it there you fucking jerk you jabron or you can buy the album go to metalbladerecords.com actually support the band who'd have thought so somebody wrote an acoustic cover version of an arch enemy song i haven't heard this yet we're gonna listen to it together for the first time apparently it sounds very pretty so let's start here Playing like nine different instruments on this thing. Wow. This is pretty cool. The guy's name is Rabin Miguel. That's awesome. So that's just this week's random cool, f- I guess. Uh, since we just played a really cool cover, let's play another cover. Uh, this is Christina of the band King Woman. She joined the band Thou on stage to cover a classic Nirvana song called Something in the Way, which is the last song off uh, Nevermind. My, one, of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Nirvana songs, especially on their Unplugged in New York record. Uh, so let's check this out. It's live on stage at St. Vitus Bar from this past weekend. Yeah. 
Uh, did you guys like Guardians of the Galaxy? The first one when it yeah. I thought it was awesome. It was that really movie good. rules. Uh, apparently Rob Zombie's back to lend his voice to Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Who is he? Uh, I guess he's the voice of one of the navigation ships or systems on one of the spaceships. Okay. Hmm. Huh. So listen for I never knew that. Yeah. yeah I'll look for it. I have no idea. Me. I've been meaning to watch it again. So yeah, that'll be awesome. Uh, he tweeted a photo of him and the, uh, the director, James Gunn, and said, With James Gunn at Disney recording a voice for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I never thought that I would see a connection between Rob Zombie and Disney. That's a good point. Hmm. <laughs> Those just seem like really opposing forces that there. That's a good point. But it's f***ing cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Disney putting out Halloween 3. <laughs> House of 3,000 Corpses. So it looks like Dream Theater is uh, stating that they have no plans to reunite with Mike Portnoy. Um, that's what uh, John Petrucci... Petrucci John Petrucci, Petrucci from Dream Theater has said uh, he uh, Portnoy co-founded Dream Theater more than 30, 30 years ago, but he quit in 2010 while on tour with Avenged Sevenfold. And uh, there was a question and answer session in Tilburg, Netherlands. And, uh, you know, Petrucci and Jordan Rudis, which is the uh, Dream Theater keyboardist, they were asked if they would be willing to play with Portnoy again. And, uh, you know, they just said there's no plans to do anything like that. Mike's great and he's doing many Many projects right now. Sure, he's and doing Rudis, just fine. Rudis jokingly added, "He's too busy for us." Aww. the shade. Uh, Pestilence is back. Uh, they put out their last record in 2013 called Obsidio, and then in 2014, uh, Patrick Mameli, their singer and uh, guitar player, announced they were going to go on permanent hold. And uh, it took them three years, and they have a new record coming out. Let's see here. What in the when and where? Oh, it's called Hadeon, and it's coming out. It just says later in the year. So Pestilence is back. Awesome. That's good news. The Dutch. So it looks like there's a new fin- Finnish like, uh, super group. This is members of Amorphous, Swallow the Sun, and ex-members of the band Him uh, joining wow. forces in a band called Holotar. Uh Svart Records has announced the s- signing of it. And uh, yeah, it should be the new album No Stars Upon the Bridge. So it's uh, set to release this autumn. Sounds like a good combination to me. Yeah, uh, not not too big of a deal here, but Destruction is going to be putting out uh, a follow up to their best of record, Thrash and Thrash Anthems with Thrash Anthems too. So if you like Destruction, be on the lookout for that later in the year too. Uh, sad news to report here uh, in Stuttgart, Germany, on Monday night, February twentieth, a roadie working at the show was killed when when a, a colleague fell on him as they were dismantling the stage. Uh, the twenty six year old survived the two a m incident with serious injuries. The 19-year-old from Esslinger, identified by the German medias as Marvin P., died at the scene. Avenged Sevenfold has released the following statement. We have some very sad news to report. Last night at our show in Stuttgart, Germany, a 26-year-old stagehand fell from the rafters while breaking down our stage. He fell a very far distance into a 19-year-old man on the local crew. Tragically, the 19-year-old died from his injuries. The other man is now in critical condition at the hospital. This is beyond heartbreaking to everyone in the band and our crew. We all send our thoughts and prayers to the men in the hospital, both families involved, all of the local Live Nation crew, and anyone else whose lives have been affected by this terrible accident. We love our crew so much, as well as the many local staff who are as essential to our show every night, wherever we are around the world. This is a stark reminder of how quickly an accident can happen, and lives shattered in the process. Uh, yeah, he fell from 60 feet. That's awful. So, rest in peace. Be safe out there, man. You just never know if you don't. You... Today might be your last day. Not to be too f***ing weird about it. An extinct worm 
was recently named after Cannibal Corpse bassist Alex Webster. Seriously? Yep. The uh, the new species. Oh God, I'm gonna slaughter this. Um, Do it. Webstero. Webstropori. Webstro. Today, Junior. Webstroprian Armstrongi. We should all give that right. Armstrongi. Websto. God damn it. <laughs> Websteroprion Armstrongi. Yeah, see, it's hard, you. Hey, I said it right. Hey, f you. Yeah. The worm has a unique morphology and posed the largest jaws recorded from the entire fossil record, reaching wow. over one centimeter in length while usually being in the millimeter size range. You guys have seen The Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Yep. It looks like a sarlacc mouth, but like kind of like the Shy Halud from f***ing Dune. That's where I was going with it. Or the sandworms for Beetlejuice. Here's one thing I will point out that I did read. They're called the giant unicid species, colloquially referred to as the bobbit worms. Those things are horrifying. Have you uh, ever looked up bobbit worms on YouTube? No, I don't Dude, want to do check that. Check this out, though. Have you? Yes. What the f***? Why? scary How the f*** did that ever come across your radar? Uh, I was on the Dr. Pimple Popper YouTube page. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. And of one course. of the recommendations was bobbit worms, because <laughs> I guess YouTube figured you like really creepy, weird shit, You'll probably like these weird, creepy things. Did you guys ever see a bot fly removal? Yeah. Like people travel to tropical like destinations. Did you see the video with a monkey? They pull like 12 of them oh, out of this God. monkey's what neck. Man, Going back to the alive. worm. You're in some weird areas. You're in the dark web. Going back to the worm. The study was headed by <laughs> paleontology professor Erickson, who happens to be a metalhead, and he's named fossil species after Lemmy Kilmeister, yeah. King Diamond, and uh, the second author, PhD student Perry, recently named a uh, fossil polishite after Henry Rollins. <laughs> so very, very Gesundheit. cool. They're naming them after all these metal and punk dudes. So there's going to be a new black metal documentary again. This seems to be like a, a very interesting subject for filmmakers. They're like, oh, we need to study uh, black black metal fans from Nor Norway and Sweden. I think they should do more studies on Juggalos, personally. Yeah, but, there needs to be some in-depth Juggalo stuff. April um, 11th, it's called Black Hearts. going to be coming out on DVD, digitally, and VOD. What's VOD? Video on demand. Oh, okay. And also Vision of Disorder. <laughs> Perfect. Good band. Backed hard. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll do an okay job and leave a lot of things out. Well, the story is that they're going to be following a couple of people. Uh, a lady who goes from Iran to Greece to Norway and a guy who goes from Colombia to Norway as they kind of explore different black metal scenes throughout the world. So it sounds pretty cool. We'll see what happens. But it's called Black Arts coming out in April. Check that out. Check it out. Uh, this next one, I want to be cautious in, in yeah. explaining this because I don't think that the Antifa is a bad thing. And uh, I don't think that uh, protesting is a bad thing. But I do think that there's a bit of... Uh, a, an issue here in the sense that, uh, so, okay, I'll just go into it. Marduk uh, is a band from Sweden. They're a black metal band, and they do, they are not a Nazi band. They do use some sketchy imagery in the sense that, like, so does Slayer, so did Motorhead. Uh, you know, they used a lot of the imagery from, like, the SS, um, but they're not fascist. They're not Nazis. They're not white power and uh yeah they're not national socialists or any of that at anything like that but uh anyway so um on on last saturday a marduk concert at the uh 
Oakland Metro Opera House in Oakland, California, had been canceled amid security concerns. Uh, there was a there was a uh, threat because the uh, people believe that there are groups that believe Marduk profits off glorifying Nazi imagery and songs about Nazi SS officers and anti-Semitism. They said, therefore, based on the riot that occurred in Berkeley in regards to Mia, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, 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 a far-right news guy with uh, Breitbart, you know what I'm talking about, speaking at the University of California, is reasonable to believe there would be a threat to public safety if these groups showed up to protest Marduk. So anyways, uh, the show was shut down, and uh, unfortunately, yeah, the concert had to be shut down. I understand, uh, you know, actually protesting bands that are Nazis. Bands that are sketchy, uh, far-right, uh, uh, nationalist, socialist, black metal. There's a, there's a lot of bands like that, and they do deserve to be protested because they're f***ing bonehead assholes. Well, there's a reason why. is because there have been a lot of, like, really things that have happened in the world to a lot of innocent people that didn't deserve it. So that's why it's intelligently and rationally related to like that because that's how it starts so it's not about like look i don't really like it when colleges shut down any of this stuff because it's supposed to be about free speech this and that and whatever and so i under like seriously understand the like uh reason why you need to be aware of nazi and like people being outwardly racist and like supremacist and and socially nationalist and like really dangerous ideas that have been proven to create bigger problems down the line. It's not that f***ing hard. Pick up a history book, you know? So I understand the reason why you need to be aware of that. But when you're being aware of that, you need to know what you're talking about. Exactly. Because it's f***ed up when you make accusations like that and they're just baseless. And I understand the reasons why, but it just, I'm just kind of torn on it. Uh, it's it's another thing too when like um, we live in a society where people just read headlines, right? And so they're going to get all these false accusations that Marduk is a, a Nazi white power band, and so that's going to follow them. You know, like next time Marduk comes through town, there's going to be people that are going to label them as a white power national socialist band just and based on these headlines. Even if they do come back to town, and their reputation, I wouldn't blame them if they didn't. Exactly. So, you know, get your facts straight before you point fingers. Yep. That's it. Bell Witch is going to be hitting the road with Intro Knot for a little bit of a, a, a mini tour, and they're going to be playing Seattle on the 23rd of April at the High Line over on Capitol Hill. Let's see which day of the week that is. It's going to be April 23rd. It's a Sunday. Yeah, that's going to be a good one, man. Uh, both very cool bands and uh, very different styles. So The Intro Witch Tour. You've been waiting all day to say that. The Bell Knot. The Bell Knot. Bell Knot. Oh, here's one uh, that hits close to home with me. I'm a big fan of Bad Brains, and uh, their frontman, HR, just went through a pretty gnarly brain surgery. I mean, what kind of brain surgery isn't gnarly? Oh, you know, just routine brain surgery there. Uh, but now he is now in an ICU bed. His wife, Lori, says he looks good, and uh, he had... A sunked, which is a short-lasting unilateral neural gyform headache with conjunctival injection and tearing, which randomly causes cluster headaches of such immense pain that is often known as suicide syndrome. Jesus Christ. But uh, yeah, apparently it's going well. There's a In the Works documentary about HR, and uh, that's going to be uh, in the film. I just had to do the math because I'm... And stupid these days, but he just turned 61 years old. I feel old. And he likes to yeah, smoke Yeah, because you're weed. like 87. You imagine smoking a big fat joint with HR, Ian? That'd be awesome. That would be quite awesome. I'm down. I probably wouldn't remember it, though. 
So when's the last time either of you guys went to the Warp Tour? Never. I'm going to say Ryan's never gone. Ryan, you've never gone. I've never gone to a Warp Tour. Well, I I lived in Montana, dude. That's like, true. Like to go to Warp Tour, I would have had to go all the way to Seattle when I was a kid. But they never stopped anywhere over in Montana at all, or even in like Idaho and Boise or anything like that. Dude, that's still an insane drive. Yeah, it is. I'm going to say 2011, and I saw 2011 or 2012. I saw like Newfound Glory and uh, Real Big Fish. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah. I think the last time I went was in 2005. Wow. And I saw Rancid, Avenged Sevenfold when they were on the side stage. Yeah. Uh, Glassjaw, Tsunami Bomb, Anti-Flag, Less Than Jake. Yeah, it was a good year, man. I still love all of that So Back when it was at the Gorge before those trash fires. God, yeah, and they were like lighting the porta-potties on fire. <laughs> a literal trash fire. Assholes. And they shut down the campsite for that because whatever. Bunch of posters. Signs. Bunch of Weasels digging their holes, burning down our campsite. Anyway, uh, maggots. (laughs) I don't know how the we got there. Anyway, uh, there are rumors going around about the 2017 lineup of uh, the Warp Tour, and it's looking a little, it's looking a little heavy, boys. Most importantly, there will be 25 less bands than usual to ensure the ear is quality. There are so many bands that kind of suck on that tour most of the time, and it's nice to like whittle it down to some bands that people actually give a. About does that translate to either of you in the same way it did for Mayhem Fest when yeah. they were like, "Hey, we're cutting out all the bands because I don't know if I should because we can't can afford it." I was thinking the same thing when I first saw this announcement. I mean, they're not wrong. Getting cut, they're not wrong. So but they could afford to have like bigger bands and bring more people out in a. Different... I don't think a lot of those bands get paid that much to be on Warped Tour. They probably just can do it for they such. Tour- they follow the tour around in their own vans. You're right. Anyway, Bad Religion, Lagwagon, CKY. Black Veil Brides. Woo! Yeah! Beartooth, I love them Black Veils! Hatebreed and Gwar are allegedly playing this year. Five bands from Epitaph Records and five bands from Fat Records. So it's still have a bunch of punk bands. Gwar uh, canceled the Gwarbecue because they're working on a new record, so it's possible that they don't have to work around that. I want to see Gwar up in that bitch. I, mean, I want to see f***ing CKY! Thanks, Josh. We got Judge Judd in the studio right now, everybody. See, all right, you you guys might have started the battle, but you're not going to win the war. Let me be honest, though. I kind of missed when the Warp Tour was at the Gorge. It made it feel like a little bit more of like a adventure. Hey, Mom. <laughs> I'm 14. Can you drive me? I can't wait for the summer at the warm time. And your parents are like, you little assholes. Fine. Go, go listen to Good Charlotte in your room. Okay. Don't buy any drugs. Now here's $50. Buy yourself something cool. Imagine how many kids with mohawks are going to get bummed out when they get them all messed up by guar sludge. But if it's outside, they can just spray the whole fucking place down. All right. This might not be metal news, but I could see metal heads wanting to do this. You can now get married at Taco Bell for $600. <laughs> Why does that make the most perfect sense ever? <laughs> so go to Vegas, and you could get married in a Taco Bell 
at the Taco Bell Cantina. It is a nice Taco Bell, though. It's a nice Taco it's Bell. Nice ass Taco Bell. Wait, so that's only in Vegas? I thought it was like an all Taco Bell thing. Okay, no, get Ryan, this. you can't show up to the Burian Taco Bell. <laughs> Yo, I want to get hitched. And they're like, so, okay, here, yeah. Let me get $600. Because that's totally what my girlfriend wants. Marriage and Taco Bell. There's a competition going on to get a free marriage uh, at the Taco Bell. But if you don't win the competition, you can shell out $600 to get married at the location this summer. It includes a ceremony and a Taco 12-pack with a Cinnabon's Delight, Cinnabon Delights cake in a private room that holds 15 people. You'll also get some wedding, wedding-y only Taco Bell merchandise. A sauce packet garter. A bow tie. Better make it mild sauce. A bouquet and matching Taco Bell Just Married t-shirts for the bride and groom. I'm glad you get that Taco 12 back. Dude, it's the least they could do. It's That's called so catering. Sick. Hello. $600. Well, you know, as we round down every podcast episode of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, we need to enter a realm of... Depravity that is unknown to most human beings. It's called Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio. Tonight, Kevin, as usual, has unearthed another true gem. <laughs> God damn it. This is a passage from a song entitled Malignant Speculated Legion by Cerebral Incubation from Asphyxiating on Excrement. Kevin, take it away. Sores ridding through my body. Rips flesh right open. Pus-filled infected bacteria spread to all my organs. It's past the point of surgery. I think this might just kill me. This crippling virus will erase all my organs. Malignant, speculated legion will end my life. I can't stop this from happening. Need to smoke weed. (laughs) More painful than dry... (laughs) sex. It's like smoking Cali Dank that's been dipped in doo-doo. E for E. A for E. See, I'm crazy. Homie, I'll hate on these legions. It's cheaper than ointment. I'm extra crispy. Like a two-piece, not a pot pie. This sore has now consumed my brain. I have a never-ending boner. I want... Never-ending boner. I once stabbed the guy for giving me the wrong soda. Wrong can, bitch. So, dude, if you want to chill, just hit me up on the space, bruh. <laughs> yeah. That's that f***ing gold right there, man. Congratulations. Cerebral Incubation, Malignant Speculated Legion. Uh, make sure to listen to our podcast or the, the interview that we did with Lord Marco tonight on Metal Shop. The guy's a f***ing maniac and he's a badass. Any final words before we're f***ing out for the week, boys? Hit me up on the space. Hit me up on BB. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.